Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Miami Dolphins football is on the air on the Miami Dolphins radio network. The Porpoise Pod, the newest Miami Dolphins podcast, hosted by Tobin and Solana. Listen for free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hour number two of the Dolphins' fifth quarter postgame show coming your way next. But first, let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds so our stations can identify themselves. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network. WQAM Miami. WPOWHD2 Miami. WKIS. WKIS HD1 and WKIS HD2 Boca Raton. Home of the Miami Dolphins. Powered by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. <laughs> We have a lot of football still to get to. We'll do that here next on the Miami Dolphins fifth quarter postgame show. Hour two coming up now. Miami Dolphins football live on the Miami Dolphins radio network. Sponsored by Amerisave, the official mortgage lender of the Miami Dolphins. Publix, to become a Publix member, visit clubpublix.com. Seminole Hard Rock Hollywood, South Florida's ultimate entertainment destination. Ticketmaster, official marketplace of the NFL. Dolphins Football, presented by the Palm Beaches. Just like that, the preseason is concluded. We're here on the Miami Dolphins' fifth quarter postgame show. Travis Wingfield, the host of the Drive Time Podcast on the Miami Dolphins Podcast Network. I have Seth Levitt and O.J. McDuffie from the Fish Tank Podcast, and we just heard at the end of our number one, Big Seth, a press conference from Tua Tungavailoa. And since you are the resident press conference consigliere, we go to you on your takeaways from Tua at the podium. Yeah, well, my big, my biggest like takeaway that. here for this one, uh, <laughs> Travis, is that that Tua agreed with OJ and I. I know. In assessing <laughs> his own play, he felt that that throw uh, it was not to his liking, and that he felt that they should have scored. So I, I, I don't, Juice, I don't even feel guilty for for feeling that way because we just <laughs> agree with Tua. I don't know where that leaves you on this one, Travis. But taking um, the L, man, taking the L. But but again, you know, the easy thing to do is say, hey, that was a great shot. Maybe I could have thrown a better ball. But he he was he was hard on himself. I want that, right? Don't yeah. you want the, that juice out of your yeah. your starting quarterback to say, hey, look, we got something positive out of it, but it should have been better. 
I don't ever want him to be satisfied. I don't ever want him to start, you know, everyone talks about smelling themselves or reading the press clippings. I, you don't ever want him to be satisfied, especially not now because this is a glorified practice in a lot of, way, a lot of ways, and every rep counts, and especially when you have a weapon at your disposal like Tyreek Hill, some, something that unique. He knows, and he knows what that looks like, right, because in Alabama, we talked about Alabama open. Tyreek Hill can get Alabama open in the NFL. He knows what that looks like, and he knows that needs to be better. But the exciting thing, I think, for all of us is that he's going to get those opportunities to throw that ball better the next time. So, so I took that, that I took away from it, and then I think is kind of an overarching, um, I hate to use the word theme, yeah. but, but the mood here, uh, you know, he certainly talked about Jason and his unique relationship with Jason Jenkins. But he said that, and we saw how emotional Coach McDaniel was. We saw how difficult it must have been for him to, to hear that news. But he said on the sidelines, the players had no clue. Yeah. And, again, I want that for my head coach as well. With, when, when the whole world is falling apart around you, the head man needs to be in charge. He needs to be able to carry out the mission there on the sidelines. And he did that. And, and those guys brought their best today. Uh, and, and then, you know, when, when they had that private moment, he was able to share with them the news. So those were the two things that jumped out to me. Yeah, well said. What do you think, Juice? I mean, you talked a little bit about the game there at the end, but I guess mostly, you know, about what's on all of our minds here tonight and, you know, taking up a lot of the a lot of the time here is, as we – that's, you know, our, our decision to do that because it's a, a very important matter to us. And you guys can certainly tell the tone is, is different than it usually is, especially after a 48-10 to 10 win. But, Juice, what do you think there? Any thoughts on what QB1 said or his play? I'll just go ahead and kind of give you the floor on, on QB1 tonight, man. Yeah, well, you know, his play was, was stellar again. I mean, you said it. His numbers reflected that, you know – Granted, you know, everybody's going to be saying, you know, you know, the Eagles didn't play their starters, but they played their starters all week. We saw the same thing, and we saw them go out and execute the offense and make some big big throws, big plays. His reads were there. You know, only took the one sack. Um, I was shocked, like we all talked about, that he came out for three series, uh, and the team actually executed all three series. I think we got points on all of them. Uh, 17 points in the first quarter was – I, mean, I was not like, bad. what's going on with this team? You know what I mean? <laughs> not used to that. And, uh, so, yeah, all those – all three of those with, with, with QB1. And you just the grasp. The grasp of the offense is coming, you know, and now we get into game planning, you know, and thinking about, you know, what's going to happen with New England. And I think these guys are – you know, it's going it's gonna to be – it's going to be fun for them to, to look at this tape, take some things from it, but then to start dialing in uh, the way they can beat this other team. I think we got a head man that's really good at recognizing weaknesses on other teams and, and going after them, man. And uh, it was, um, you know, it's what we've been waiting for. I mean, we talked about QB1. Then we also had got a chance to see Raheem today. You know, we got a lot of chance to see a lot of guys. I mean, can there be a faster offense, offensive team, you know, when you look at that? And, yeah, and I'm going to, you know, we can't just blame Tua for the ball being a little short. we got to br- blame Tyreek for being – too damn fast as well. <laughs> that's how it goes, right? You know what I mean? That's Maybe part that's the of problem. It. Yeah. 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 You know, I remember. I you knew know, the receiver was going to come out here and say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Did you? you know, I think in the games, I think maybe in the future, when you see that double team on Tyreek going down the middle of the field, a lot of other guys have some one on ones, and two might drop his eyes and hit, you know, Waddle yeah. on a crosser or something like that. But you've got to take that shot. You have to take that shot. Why not? Tyreek Tyreek called that. So we're, I think you might have been just stepped away or away from the mic. Your headphones. Yep. Uh, but, but Tyreek's the one that made that call on that play, and uh, they went out and executed on the first play. It, it's funny, Juice. We, Seth and I were talking in the press box about, I was like, you know, Tyreek had so many questions this offseason about where does your confidence come from because it was something that we just hadn't seen really since you and your receiving crew was out here and just the, the swagger you guys played with. 
And I, I told Seth, well, I guess when you come out here and you can just do whatever you want the first two plays, 51 yards, 13 yards, you're getting wide open. I guess it comes from just being the best player everywhere you go right. <laughs> at all times. So that right. was cool to see. Some more numbers for you here on, on the Tua-led offense this, this summer, this August. They scored on four of the five possessions that he was under center. That's great news, obviously. I think Big Seth just gave me an update on the, the passer ratings. Tua's passer rating was .3 points higher than Skylar Thompson's at 138.6 to 138.3. Is that – or am I – Round it up. Maybe point two points. Close enough. But it's I think that's hilarious because all the talking points we saw this summer uh, around the quarterback position. But also, one more thing here, Juice, was just that I thought was really great was, man, the chunk plays. And even on the longer drive, was it a a nine-play drive there to go 88 yards or something like that? He was just hitting these 15, 17, 18, just boom, boom, boom. There was a throw to the far hash, a 15-yard comeback to Trent Sherfield right on the money, away from the leverage, good placement, comes back on a crossing route to Cedric Wilson. And this is, I mean, I'll I'll try it again, but hopefully I'm right this time, where I thought that the defender had his back turned to Tua, and when you're in that spot, you can only defend the width of your shoulders, right? You can't see what's going on around you. And this time Tua throws it right over the top of his helmet, and he just plucks that thing for like 17 more yards. And then, of course, the touchdown throw to River Craycraft. Seth and I talked about the angle we had on that. Just he, he threw it to a spot. He trusted the clear-out route to do his job to take that defender down to the flat and open up that corner route there, that flag route that I know you love so yeah. much, Juice. But my favorite part about that, and this is something I want to hear you guys kind of discuss, it, is, is the confidence and swagger. Because I don't know if you saw it. After the ball left his hand, it was kind of Steph Curry. Like, he, he threw it, and he kind of put the hand up like that's a touchdown. I'm walking back to the huddle now, or I guess walking back on defense. Did you see that? And what are your thoughts about it? a little bit of uh, swagger coming from QB1 there? Dude, we have to have a little bit, man. You know, you talk about a guy that's been getting beat up down here, literally, sure. figuratively, you know what I mean? And, you know, yeah, it's preseason, but I think that his swagger should be there. You know, year three, we talked about it. Year three. Um, I think he's going to come to his own. Come into his own. He's not worried about anybody trying to come in behind him. He's this is his job, you know. And um, he's he's taking it, man. He's taking the the ball and he's and he's running with it, man. And I think it's been, you know, fun to go out there. And I think the atmosphere that we saw that swagger is carry over from, from practice. Mm-hmm. It's from camp, you know. You we've been out there and coach coaches got it, you know. The, the, they allow the players to go out there. They're playing music. They're having a good time. They're getting work done obviously, and that shows too. Sometimes when people are having too much fun and work isn't getting done, you got to shut it down. But they're having a lot of fun. They're getting the work done, and it showed tonight. And, yeah, QB1 swagger, I mean, I, I saw a lot of flip-floppers this past week that are on this, this that's on this, this bandwagon right now. So I can only imagine how it's going to be this week with everybody else that, you know, been the naysayers, considering we've always, you know, we've from what we've seen this year, we, we saw a guy that was on the right trajectory. I, that's a great point. I, I like to watch Colin Cowherd just for the entertainment purposes of it. Like, you know, I, I understand that I take the show for what it is. I can't wait for him to come on this week. I know he's going to have something cooked up for us. I just I look forward to that stuff so much because, like you said, he is a conduit for content, and people have their takes, Big Seth. Well, yeah, Juice talked about flip-floppers. Our, our man Bill from Boynton had a, uh, <laughs> yes, had oh, a little tune for, for, <laughs> sure for the did. flip-flopping by Cowherd. I know, like, he took a shot at my girl Joy, you know, that, that – uh, I love you, Bill, but but Joy's family. But Spam. but otherwise, Spam, it was another uh, – Bill's bangers, is that what he calls them, was another one for sure. But I, I think you're going to see that uh, as the season progresses. I hope you're going to see that as the season progresses because it means, again, going back to what's most important is that we start to see the development and, and from Tua and him, as Coach McDaniel said, becoming a professional right before our very eyes. 
We still got game balls to get to. I want to talk about who made a case among the guys on the bubble. We'll preview the Patriots game. Next next game's a regular one that counts, Big Seth. I know you're fired up about that. Lots more to get to here on the Dolphins postgame show. Dolphins postgame is driven by Gunther Motors. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther Kia. Again, the final score here from Hard Rock Stadium. Dolphins 48, Eagles 10. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins fifth quarter overtime show brought to you by the Palm Beaches. Guess what, Dolphins Nation? When you sign up for Club Publix, you get perks, a birthday treat, and BOGO notifications. That's buy one, get one free. Just visit clubpublix.com. Terms and conditions apply. We don't have the uh, sound clip for you guys right now, but it is that time, Seth. It's game balls time. I think let's go ahead and go to Juice here first because among all the players that had big nights, so many receivers did. That's got to be where you're going, right, Juice? Absolutely not. Oh, pivot. Absolutely not, man. (laughs) My man, fifteen, mm, Jalen yes, Phillips, man. I mean, so much, so much speed and power today, man. And and retracing, you know, all over the place, almost getting to the quarterback or trying to put his, the, you know, tackle in his lap. I mean, I mean, it's like unbelievable how the last part of this season, the uh, last part of last season, has come into this season as well. Yeah. And uh, you know, him and Agba opposite each other, man. So much pressure in the front four that we're gonna be able to play some really good coverage. In the backside, not after you know, uh, you know, allocate another guy from the secondary to get to a quarterback, man. So, you know, 15 is um, coming into his own. He's serious about his craft. He's one of the most serious young guys, second-year guys in the league that I've ever seen. But man, he his, his motor is unbelievable, and his strength is unbelievable. Is you know, and and uh, so I, I was watching that from the beginning. I just kept watching him, you know, you know, going after. You know, catching a, a running back from the backside, or being in the quarterback's lap, or pushing this guy in there, man. So I, I'm just, I'm, I'm all in on Jalen Phillips right now, man, and he's having fun out there like everybody else. And you know, Drew, I think he drew a holding po- call as well today. You know, that's always a sign of a guy that's that's kicking somebody's butt, and you know, or doing big things out there when uh, you know they're paying a big, big attention to him. So. I got 15 today. I think the Eagles are excited to get out of town for many reasons because yeah. of the performances and practice and here today. But I think for Jalen Phillips, because he was wearing the orange jersey in the lone practice, of course, Thursdays got right. canceled because of the stomach bug issue, which uh, that's a whole other thing, I suppose. But then he went out there and had a couple more sacks in the two-minute period against the Eagles in that practice and might have gotten the orange jersey again if they do. I, I doubt they do it outside of training camp, but if they did it, it would be him. So Juice takes a defensive and a pass rusher. I imagine that's where you're going to go, Seth, because that's where you usually live in the defensive end. It, it is, but, you know, if Juice is going defense, I'm going to come Whoa. over to the offensive side <laughs> of the ball, and what the heck, I'll pick a receiver. I'm going with your guy, River Craycraft, and, and you know, <laughs> all day. All day we were hearing that, Juice. I, I thought it was static. It was actually some crazy chant apparently they do out there. Four catches, 54 yards, of course the touchdown. If you didn't know, Travis had a great view of that touchdown, but it was a fabulous route. He did have a drop, but I, I don't even care care about that because Teddy went right back to him, made a great grab on the sidelines, and I just think the guy who puts points on the board early gets you rolling. So I think that, you know, look, Tyreek Hill certainly uh, just infused all kinds of excitement into the stadium, this offense, everything. But River Craycraft, I th- I do not think you can overlook his performance. For a guy who's fighting for a job today, and he showed up ready for the fight, got, got to make some plays early, made them often. And Travis said if you go with Craycraft, you better not forget the fact that he also had a great block on the 26-yard run by Mostert. Was that the play? Uh, Ahmed. On, oh, by Ahmed. Ah- yeah. Ahmed. Oh, on the, on the, uh, yep. the little pass play yep. there. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, just doing everything <laughs> he can. That's what we do. I didn't see it, but he made sure. So even on my own game ball, <laughs> Wingfield it. had to make sure 
If he didn't, if he didn't go to your alma mater, would would you have made you know of made those not. demands? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So Robert Craycraft gets my game ball. I mean, I was also talking about Gardner Minshew being out here. I, I you know, I I couldn't help myself but say that was a pretty good throw by Minshew uh, during some of the good throws he had in practice. The only times I wouldn't tweet about our guys was when Gardner Minshew was doing his thing. That's <laughs> that's the all-time legend at WSU disgrace. there. So my game ball. You know, I thought about this, and I actually changed from when we last talked about it, so you guys are getting are a curveball Are you going off script like we did? Of course. Uh, yeah, because I was going to go Tua, but we talked about Tua so much that he really does get my game ball here. Six for seven, 121, touchdown, 158.3 rating. But I'm going to give out two. That's what I do. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and pivot my answer and give one to Hunter Long because mm, I can get down with that. I think I like he that. had two touchdowns tonight. Say what you will about the no call with both guys hand fighting. Seth, you were you were pretty big on the fact that he got pulled more than he pulled the other guy. I was grabbing him by the I collar. I don't understand that call. He, he the ref was shielded a little bit by the action, so we have that to go off of, and you can't review that. But they did review the catch and said he didn't make the catch, which I also didn't get that, but whatever. He came back later, has another touchdown catch, his first of the exhibition season, his first as a Miami Dolphin, in fact. And it was funny because they made him wait for that one, too, with a review of that play. But if you watch that play exactly – he, it looks like they're trying to rub a, run a rub on the defender, and he's the one that gets rubbed. And then he has to kind of go off script and, and broke, breaks the route. And then he lunges in front of an Eagles defender and makes the catch at the front pylon, and then he has to wait for the review. And I don't know if you guys <laughs> saw him out there, but he put his hands up like, oh, thank God, it finally <laughs> Finally something out. counts. And, yeah. and then so there was that. And then also – I thought he was digging guys out in the blocking game. There was a, another run where Ahmed got the edge, where he was a big part of that that seal on that edge. And then there's a play juice, and I, I'm curious to get your take on this because one thing I noticed last week against the Raiders was how they kept blitzing that weak edge against our bootlegs, which we know is such a pivotal <laughs> aspect of this offense. And one thing I've seen them counter that with is Hunter Long split flow motion comes across the formation, and he kind of just anchors against that unblocked edge. And it's working. It's yeah. working really good. They're getting some time to, for Skyler, for Tua, for Teddy to get time off the edge. So Hunter Long, run game, pass game, a couple of good weeks for him now. He's really built momentum for week number one. Yeah, it's all a game. That's a, good call. That's a good call right there. And we talked about that. And, uh, you know, when you start looking back at his game as a whole, you have to – he has to be in the mix. And uh, definitely a, a heck of a game. Uh, two terrible calls on one play. I thought the, the touchdown that actually he got, I thought that we were looking at as a comma on that play, coming down the side, you know, coming back, mm-hmm. back from the back of the end zone in, the, in that situation. But, yeah, Hunter flashed and made the play. You know, you got to be aggressive. As a common one, they had to come get it, and Hunter won and went and got it. Well, Skyler also had a little, uh, you know, he had a little action there in his face, falling back, back foot, yeah. uh, probably a throw, you know, ill-advised maybe is the yeah, word. Probably. I think I, I don't know where they're at right now. I hope he's taking Hunter <laughs> out for, you know, let me buy a beer or something because it, it would have ruined his incredible passer rating here with the with one interception. But great play by him, and I thought, you know, he mixed it up in the run game, as you said. So I like the choice, Travis, but of course you wouldn't be Travis Wingfield <laughs> if you didn't give out more than one game ball but i think we we should give out a collective game ball don't you think yeah i, I know even yep. steph the specialist was in on this one uh that um you know we've talked about him all day but uh again you know to, to the boss man a game ball not just for today but for all that he's accomplished and the legacy yeah. that he's left yeah for sure no doubt about it man yeah it's I, I just got an alert from my yahoo sports app about him yeah. There's a story already up, and just you can see the impact across the, the entire National Football yeah, League landscape, absolutely. man. Like it, it's funny. To, it was funny to hear Tua talk about that because there was that period between PR managers, and um, you know, Ann wasn't here yet, and he was talking about kind of getting to know Jason in that time. And like you just don't you don't realize how many people he touched in the organization, from players to you know, stupid 
podcasters making outrageous <laughs> claims on their on their show every day like I do. So it's like he just man, he's he, he impacted the entire organization. You heard the, the impact that he had on Mike McDaniel like that was what really got me juice yeah. because that's that was there was nothing inauthentic about what coach said and he knew the guy for a few months. That's right. just who Jason was. He right. made you feel that special. Yeah. After only knowing him for that long, so. Yeah, man, boss man, game ball for sure, sure. Many, many more, many, many more, man. He'll, he'll get an honorary one every dub we get. That's right. Jason gets one. On sure. this show, there's no doubt about that. Every game we get a dub, it's it's going to, to the boss man, to Jason Jenkins. So again, uh, you know, we're thinking about his family tonight, and certainly thinking about all the people that are impacted by his loss. So. We'll come back and get to some more football here on the other side. Um, which you know, trying to fight through this one. It's a tough show for us. We'll get we'll get it done. Dolphins post game is driven by Gunther Motors. You've got to get to Gunther Kia in Fort Lauderdale on 441, just north of I-595, or visit GuntherKia.com for car buying done your way. You've got to get to Gunther Kia. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium: Dolphins 48, Eagles 10. You're listening to the fifth quarter overtime show brought to you by the Palm Beaches. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Dolphins football on the Miami Dolphins radio network. Joe Rose and Zach Krantz in the mornings. Hawk and Crowder in the afternoon. Nobody covers Dolphins like AM560 Sports WQAM. Give your actions more traction in the all-new Kia Sportage X-Pro with multi-terrain all-wheel drive. With the right tools, anything is possible. And guys, I want to get to my... uh, I don't want to call them bubble players, but guys that just, you know, it's not the guys that are getting the vets' days off, the guys that are playing four quarters, the guys that made a statement tonight on this roster to make a final push for the roster or even to get a more increased role from what it might have been previously. We'll talk about that here in just one second. But I want to get to this point here real quick because 
Seth, we talked about this in the press box, and you had a good point to follow up off my point, so it became a segment uh, that we're going to talk about here. But just how much more ready this team looks for week one than where they were two weeks ago, or even last week. I mean, it, I'm not saying it was you know a poor performance, but just the operation, the the marriage of the offense with the, with the talent they have as far as the players and the defense coming out and playing the way they did. And just like, like Juice mentioned, like a complete comprehensive win. Everybody, you know, kind of got their their, their, uh, their opportunity today and made the most of it. But I just think they look so ready for week one, more than I really ever have coming off an exhibition campaign before this year. It's a testament to the coaching staff, but you had a point about the coaching staff and how everyone did get their chance on this roster tonight. Yeah, I, I – felt that everybody did i mean when you talk about that there were players you grab my highlighter here at the beginning and you you i think like 30 players that on the flip card there and you said i want to watch all these guys and you got to see them you know juice (laughs) we've said how many times have we seen that fourth preseason game and you can start to make cuts based on guys who don't even get to get out there right you know there's certain guys are trying to make decisions on then you start to see oh well i guess they've made decisions on, on some of these guys it seemed to me like coach mcdaniel gave everybody an opportunity and I didn't you know I didn't check everybody off the way Travis did but but you just saw so many different guys I, before halftime you had seen almost every running back on the roster right right and, and and so that you know I I think that that's all those guys could ask for is an opportunity to get out there and make plays and a lot of guys are going to continue to make it difficult on yep. coach McDaniel and Chris Greer in making these decisions on the roster because again there's only so many spots available Based on uh, what I, I heard, where did Coach say this? I, I don't know if it was during one of his pressers or an interview he did somewhere else. He said, we have more NFL players on this roster than we have spots. Mm-hmm. And that was profound. Uh, you know, I mean, it's like, you, you know what? We finally do. I think there's been times in the last handful of years where we probably didn't have enough NFL players <laughs> to fill out a 53. Right. And now you've got more, and a lot of those guys are really talented. And, and that's all you can ask for when you're building a team. Then when you get those guys together, now they've got to go out there and execute. But I thought it was great to see how many different guys and how early some of those guys got to play. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead, Juice. Yeah, no doubt, man. you got six guys, six running backs that got carries today. You know what I mean? And that's and giving the guys averages. an opportunity. Yeah, they were really, really good. And, and you saw different guys, speed guys, power guys. I thought Sonny Michelle got the short yardage opportunities. And he was he was just a bulldozer, man. He was like a, like a, a wrecking ball. That's that Broward County there. right there. Oh, man, he's <laughs> tough, man. You know, and Nobody then, um, reps Broward. And then you, see, then you saw Dokes get some runs at the end, you know, give him an opportunity to go out there. And he looked, he looked pretty good. There's a lot of guys. Then you got, what, 11 or 12 guys that had uh, targets today yep. as wide receiver or tight in or running backs I mean they did give everybody an opportunity to go out there and, and show what they have man because you always we always know this too now you know if you're not going to make the Dolphins team you're still trying out for That's 31 right. other squads and so the fact that you know the, 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 the staff gave these guys these opportunities to go out there and either make this team or audition for other teams, man. That's 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 all you can ask for. And, and by the way, that's with a lot of the starters getting run. Yeah. Like we're we're talking about so many of the starting offense uh, playing deep into the well playing three three series. You don't usually see that in the last game, and yet these guys still got their opportunity. So yeah, I, I think great job by the coaching staff, especially under the circumstances, to get as many of these guys out there and and get that film on them so they can go back and and 
sharpen up their pencils and make some real difficult decisions. I'm really curious, and I'll, I'll make sure to ask him tomorrow because you know, I'll get a chance to talk to Coach tomorrow, Seth, and I'd like to talk about the people I talk <laughs> now, to Now, is this going to be like at breakfast or <laughs> while you're getting coffee, or are you talking about during this is the just the, the press conference. Pre- okay. I, I am curious to ask him how much— Do you much call him Mike or do you call him Coach? We, we had this discussion in the press box, Juice. Every time I see a coach, they are coach to me. I don't care— what level of football? If you're a coach, you're a coach. That's how I call you, address you around the building. Right. So everyone in there, what's up, coach? Hey, coach, how are we doing? Sometimes it gets confusing, but right. that's what you do. But no, so, um, you know, we, we talked a little bit about, or what I want to ask him about is it, how much the plan might have changed based upon losing that day of practice against the Eagles because mm-hmm. this is a guy that has been so steadfast in his idea that we're not going to shortchange the process. We're going to let everything play out. I'm going to make sure I have all of the pieces of evidence and information at my disposal before I make a decision, and then we'll go ahead and go forward. Well, it played out here in this uh, this week with the practice missing, or the, the Dolphins missing the practice on Thursday against the Eagles. But, you know, Juice, you mentioned the rushing. These numbers are crazy, man. I, I didn't even realize Dokes did what he did because we were getting down to the booth and, you right. know, we had a lot, of thing, a lot of things going on tonight. But Dokes, 11 for 67. That's 6.1 yards per rush. Gaskin, 6 for 39, 6.5. Savon Ahmed, 4 for 30, 7.5. Mostert, 2 for 29, 14 and a half. So Quandre White, 4 for 26, that's 6.5. And, and then Sony Michelle's the only back that wasn't over 6 yards per carry, and he had the rushing touchdown. So it's like everybody contributed in this running game, and that takes me to a point that I talked to uh, going back to more conversations with players and coaches. Teron Armstead this week mentioned how the running game was the foundation for everything this offense wants to do. Mm-hmm. Or what's the total on tonight? I, I I had it at 140 on 21 carries. I know that's probably short changing what they finished with. Seth probably got me there. 203 right here. 35 for two. That's like Lamar Smith's stat line from yeah. the playoff win 20 <laughs> right. years ago. It's like exactly right. But uh, you know, so off of the run action again, that idea about those those little play action boots. We saw that, and Seth said at one point, "How many times are they run that play tonight?" <laughs> well, until they until they defended, I guess, because they were going play action bootleg. The guy across the flat, wide open, over and over again. Scored on it twice. Scored on it twice, and when you can't defend the run, juice, I can't imagine that play is easier to defend at all. And you right. should have seen the view that Travis it's had. Such a good view, just perfect. Yeah, pristine. I bet. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it, it's a it, they're complementary of each other. You know, they really are, man. And when they, when they, whenever we are able to run the football, um, then we can play off that boot, that that play action or that boot action off of that. It's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun, man. But it's, it's all predicated, like Teron said, off the run game. So if the run game is working. Watch out for everything else, and that's what we talked about before, anyways. Um, how do you defend this team? What's gonna happen? How are you gonna defend this team? If we can run the football, how do you defend this team when you got a guy like Jalen Waddle, when you got a guy like Tyreek? You know, Hill, when you got a guy like Cedric Wilson, you got some of these other guys are going to make this team that can, that can, you know, take the top off of a defense. How do you defend them if you cannot stop the run? Or if you put all the emphasis on stopping the run, how do you defend the one-on-ones you're going to get with a single high safety? I mean, I mean, it starts up front with Toronto and those guys. And, and somebody we have, I mean, we might get to and talk a little bit about later, is Greg Little. Yes. You know, what Back Greg tonight. Little did, you know, playing the, 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 on the left side, I mean – the, the, the offensive line was impressive today. They really were, man. Time to throw the ball, lanes to run it. You get you don't get 200 yards by accident. No, you know by as a team. And so I, I think Greg Little, man, he he did a great job of showing that he's trying to be that other tackle or the swing tackle or whatever it might be. He went out there and he had his best audition today as well. I just want to go ahead and make a point that on the podcast last weekend, I said we're not going to be doing a tape review edition of the drive time after the preseason game number three 
thinking they wouldn't play the stars very long. Well, our lie detectors determined that that was, in fact, a lie because I cannot wait to watch this tape and get a better look at the offensive line. It's always kind of something that I have to go back and watch. You know, Take like, a good look at that like, first pass to Tyreek, too. <laughs> <you get> a <laughs> chance. And just go ahead and lay out on my transgressions about the, the quality of that pass as well. But I can't wait to get a look at that because Greg Little, like, like Juice mentioned, I thought played well, but I want to go ahead and confirm that on the tape. But right. then also that big run that Raheem Mostert had – Austin Jackson sealed that thing up pretty good, and he had himself some some work in the running game. So, yeah, I, I, it's it's rare that you get to do a show like this where all three phases really just dominate, and that was the case tonight. Let's go ahead and talk about Jason Sanders and Thomas Morstead, too. <laughs> Juice, you were fired up about Morstead's little – it's not into the coffin corner, but it was pinned up against the sideline for like 54 yards. Jason Sanders had another 55-yard kick tonight. That's outrageous. He is good on both of his attempts. Uh, and makes six extra points in the making as well. So he is perfect on, or he has one miss this preseason, but he has a whole bunch of 50-plus yards. Big miss. It was a big miss. Right. It was a game winner. <laughs> yeah. But special All teams good, juice though. also been pretty good so far. Yeah, man. man, I, man I, you know, we, uh, you know, Mike Westoff, when we when I, we talked about Morstead, man, he said the best guy to That's ever right. do it. That's right. Wow. He said the best guy to ever do it, man. I, and I said that, I repeat that today in the alumni suite. Um, and I watched that first punt, man. It was just a beautiful hang time, you know, Pin towards the sideline, guys. You know, return guys hate that. I was going to ask you, as a return guy, yeah. how pissed off are you when that happens? Oh, kills man. the average, I, I man. want a short punt right down the middle. You know what I mean? I wanted. I want to see like when I returned to one against the Steelers with Bill Cowers, like spitting and yelling at his punter. <laughs> I want to see the special teams coordinator spitting and yelling at his his punter for not putting it where it's supposed to be, man. But when you see that ball turn over like that, you know, and you got the great coverage, man. And you got a, a a guy that's wanting to return because look. Think about it, and I, and I and I even say this about the the Preston Williams situation today. He's trying to make a play because he's trying to make a team. When you can, you don't get an opportunity like you know when you when you punt it like that. You know you can't you can't make those plays. Jason Sanders booming everything out of the end zone. You got guys that are trying to make the team as a return guy. And they don't get these opportunities. That's why when we were at practice on Wednesday, I said they're they're toning it down so these guys can get some work on return game mm. because you know you get to the games, there's no way he's gonna blast them out of the end zone. So they weren't kicking them as deep in practice, so these guys can try to get some work in. Mm. And so it's nice to have a punter, man, that for one, that Sarney would say holds it well. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? But also, but also he can get it up in the air, man. An average 54 yards a punt today and with hang time is outstanding. You'll take that all day. He was at practice the other day. He was – putting balls into the coffin corner over and over and over again. I was like, man, this dude's automatic. So, And it doesn't matter who you're punting against, right? It doesn't matter if it's preseason. Right. That's that one of those close right. skills. <laughs> it's, it's, it's black and white. It, the right. boundary here right. is what it is, <laughs> and, and yeah. he's, he's And, and the Sanders 55-yarder was just an absolute bomb. I, I joked about exit velocity on that because that ball never got Dude. more than like – 15 feet off the ground, just yeah. right through there. So yeah, that was that was fun. Good. Enough baseball references, right, Big Seth? <laughs> yeah. Let's go yeah. ahead. Let's we, got, we got two more to go here. We're going to preview the Patriots game here next as well. And also on that Morstead punt, Cater Kahu had a great play on that. He's on my list of guys that showed out tonight. We'll get to that and more next here on the Dolphins post game, driven by Gunther Motors. For car buying done your way, you've got to get to Gunther. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium, Dolphins 48, Eagles 10. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Radio Network, brought to you by the Palm Beaches. Miami Dolphins football, live on the Miami Dolphins radio network. The Porpoise Pod, the newest Miami Dolphins podcast, hosted by Tobin and Solana. Listen for free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Dolphins fans, you can be here for live NFL action all season long as the official ticket marketplace of the NFL 
Ticketmaster has a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Score tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Dolphins. I want to do this a little bit different tonight because last week I went through all the guys on my own and then had to hear about it from you guys about how I left no one available. So I want to go ahead and talk about guys that you think really made a case tonight as far as it, it can be climbing up within their role after they've already made the team or guys that you think maybe had burst their bubble in the right direction, getting onto the roster that maybe previously weren't. Seth talked about this, about how Coach McDaniel mentioned there are more NFL players on this roster than you're allowed to keep. And so obviously you're going to have to get rid of some guys that are going to make other NFL teams. That's what the best teams do. And you hope that's what we have here at the Miami Dolphins. But I have a list of some guys. Does it, do you guys want to throw off any or you want me to go first? How do you want to do this tonight? Go ahead. We'll see what, what you oh. leave us. Well, I've got a few. So. <laughs> Tua. <laughs> Tyreek, I think those might be the only two guys he doesn't mention. Well, th- three of my six here are guys that played their college football in the greatest state in the country, oh, in Washington. No, just kidding. Eh, it's pretty good. It's not the best. Um, River Craycraft was one of the guys. Obviously, Seth already talked about him getting a game ball. So, And I thought it was interesting that he got so many targets tonight. I think yeah, he had the, the most of the entire team. And the seven next, targets. Yeah, the next was fourth, Eric yeah. Ezukama. So he almost doubles the second-leading target getter. Kind of a uh, – I don't know what that means, but it's kind of like a good a sign for him. Yeah. <laughs> target getters. Target getters. <laughs> the other two guys were Savon Ahmed and Miles Gaskin. I thought Miles ran hard to – I thought he had a. Did. I thought he looked a step faster, Juice. Don't Did. you? I mean, he looked. He looked really good, man. Those fresh legs. It's fresh legs. Dude, that's what he, he's such a team player too, man. He looks yes, really he good, man. It's uh, you know, and then you see all the other guys. It's just a tough deal, man. That's, that backfield is crowded, man. It is, it's man. Really crowded with some good running backs. So he goes six for thirty-nine. Savon Ahmed goes four for thirty, and that's not even factoring in his catch for twenty-eight yards. So he has on five touches. Uh, see, I'm not a mathematician here, but 58 yards on that's that's a pretty good average, right, Seth? I think that's uh, 10 point something. I don't know. I don't I don't know math like I mentioned, but he had himself carry the one. Make sure you carry the one. We always have to. Uh, so I, I talk about my Washington guys, even though two are Huskies and they kick the crap out of us every year we played them. But uh, my other guys are Cater Kohu. Co- Kohu. Kohu. Thank yes. you, Seth. Seth's been working on, on that one with me for a while now. I'm, I'm struggling to get that I one mean, down. I mean, you just press the pronunciation guy. You, you keep it. getting it for me. Brett Breckheisen has it all laid out for us. Brett Breckheisen is the key to a lot of things, including the cart <laughs> after the game tonight. We'll, we'll get the cart with him tonight. <laughs> we'll see. Don't <laughs> celebrate too soon. JT oh, talked me that years ago. <laughs> yeah. Make a call. Right now. <laughs> That's too good. And then I also had Hunter Long. I had the two specialists. And mm. I know what Igbenogany had a pass breakup tonight that I thought was just – a good sign of him really, you know, kind of turning a corner, hopefully. is a play. It was a great play where he locates the football, gets his hands between the receiver's hands and, and separates that way. And then I think I saw this on Twitter. Maybe someone mentioned it to me uh, in the press box. I can't remember who it was. But the fact that he came out pretty early in the game, I think is a good sign for his, uh, you know, his prospects going forward here. So some guys that had good nights there, Juice and Seth. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree with all that. I thought you said six guys. I that that sounded like more than six. Yeah, quite a few guys. And um there are some guys I'm I'm gonna tell you who I who I'm I'm all in on, man, and it's gonna be tough. You know, we talk about the wide receiver position, but um Bowden has got he's he's the most comfortable guy I've, I think I've seen a long time back returning kicks and returning punts. And if he can make the squad in that capacity and probably on some other teams I mean, that's that's a guy I think has, has made a case for himself because, I mean, 
Unfortunately, Preston had an opportunity back there, and he muffed the punt, turned into a short field. Ended up being a field goal, thank goodness. The defense came out there. But I was just – I just sit there and I watch, and I think I was – I think me and Preach, I might have even said it too. I'm watching him catch punts, and he's so comfortable back there. If we got somebody that's comfortable back there making the right decisions, we don't have to worry about Tyreek or Jalen going back there and catching punts. So that's my guy that I think that week after week after week when I watch him and watch him field these kicks – has made a case for himself. Mark Hicks came up to me and said, Juice, is my boy is my boy Bowden going to make the team? I said, if I'm making the decision, absolutely is, man, for that reason alone. And I think also, man, he, he can spell some guys inside and, and run some of these routes and catch the ball. So that's that's the guy that I think that, you know, if I had a, an opportunity to, uh, you know, to, 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 to pick a guy, that would be my guy. Well, I'm going to go ahead because – I'm so bad at myself right now. <laughs> Travis did leave a little scraps, a little meat on the bone there. My guy all and, camp, and, too. And, and, and he has been, <laughs> and I will give you credit for that. But Elijah Campbell. Uh, I oh, mean, yeah. Pick yeah. six. We forgot. It's, it's yeah. segment number he seven. He only had a pick six, <laughs> for crying out loud. I don't know. And he's been making plays all camp, as you have, have, have said. And I asked you, I was like, wait a minute. I, everything I've seen him do is make plays at corner, but he's also done mm-hmm. – so. He, he's played well at safety as well. Uh, we know that this has been a depleted secondary, whether guys are resting or just, you know, some, some injuries that we've seen that have, have been – tough to swallow so there were an opportunity for some of these guys that weren't as high up there on the depth chart to step up and and you mentioned Cater Kohu and I think Elijah Campbell did the same thing and when you put points on the board from the defensive <laughs> yeah. side of the ball, that's making a pretty good case. Yeah. That was a guy that played running back in high school right there. Had to be, right, Juice? The way he ran that ball. They all the do, though, right? right? Know. Know. Both, both sides of the ball. You get this Except far. Except down here. They don't do it down here that much. Well, but yeah, but I just feel like if you country, get up to this, if you make it to the NFL at True. this point, you probably they had the ball in your hands as much. At, at those skilled positions. <laughs> yeah, go back and look at the – have you ever seen the high school tape of <laughs> Xavier Howard? It's ridiculous. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's, not Unbelievable. Quite, it's not quite Reggie Bush level crazy, but it is pretty crazy. Well, well, no, but, but he plays defensive back. I know, it's insane. Well, hell, I had eight picks my senior year, so, yeah. Eight picks? Yeah, something like that. Take him back for six? Desmond Howard had 12, was defensive player of the year for, you know, the Cleveland area. So, and then, he, but he goes on the Who was offensive player of the year? You know, some guy named McDuffie. Hey! Some guy named McDuffie. <laughs> That's uh, he's a clown, though. No. At times. <laughs> I, think he does, I think he does pretty well. I think he does pretty well. At it's, times. It's, I, I'm so mad that I left Elijah Campbell off my list right there, man. <laughs> Did you see? It's I circled him me. here. I circled you him here on the, on the, in the middle. In the middle of this. this, this he oh, he was no, devastated. He did it. Eric wrote himself on that, too, by the way. Speaking I was of guys waiting to see. Yeah, but, I, you know, I thought you were talking about kind of, you know, I don't know, bubble guys or, <laughs> no, you're right, or you're the right. guys on that bottom third of the roster, or at least what we think. And, we, you know, we, we don't know. We're not making these decisions. That's right. But, I, you know, these guys did stand out today. Everybody did. I mean, every you know, almost everybody on the roster showed up today, and that's yeah. a great way to end the preseason. My favorite preseason of the game every year is the last one. Yeah, and there are a couple guys that we didn't get a chance to see at all this year. I wanted to see, I really, really wanted to see Tanner Connor play yeah, some more. Yep. You know, that would have been a fun one to, to see him play the last couple games and let's at least get in there today. Um, I, I hope that he's done enough to give himself a chance to, you know, at least be a part of it because I, that kid there has got an upside that's going to be pretty special. I think. Yeah, I think he would have had a chance to really carve out a spot if he would have, you know, stayed healthy for the rest of camp because yeah. he was he was starting off strong. I know they like him a lot here uh, in this building. So there you go. Next, our last segment we're going to talk about coming up on the podcast network. We're going to preview the Patriots here a little bit. I have a, a take I want to get to you guys and, and hear what your thoughts are on that, what's new. Uh, we'll do that next year on the Dolphins postgame show, which is driven by Gunther Motors. You've got to get to Gunther Kia in Fort Lauderdale on 441, just north of I-595, or visit GuntherKia.com for car buying done your way. 
you've got to get to Gunther Key. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium, Dolphins 48, Eagles 10. You're listening to the Fifth Quarter Overtime Show brought to you by the Palm Beaches. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is the official Miami Dolphins radio network where Dolphins fans live. The home of every Miami Dolphins game. AM 560 Sports WQAM. Unbeatable fans like you deserve unbeatable mileage. So next time you fill up, choose Chevron with Tecron. Find the station near you on the Chevron app. And guys, we almost skipped this part. We have to go back and do it. The drive of the game. Our Miami Dolphins want to help you lock in a low mortgage rate. That's the wrong ad. Check that. Let's get to our Lexus drive of the game. Real life, real luxury. Explore the possibilities. It's midnight, guys. Give us a break here. Explore the possibilities of the Lexus at the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event now through September 6th. Learn more at Lexus.com slash offers. I had to debate whether I should finish it or just get rid of it. We just went ahead and jumped off of it. The drive of the game was the first drive of the game. Four plays, 75 yards, and it's capped with a pass to River Craycraft, but it got started with a pass from Tua to Tyreek. Tua under center, Mostert in the eye back position. Play action fake, Tua back to throw, looking deep downfield, wants it all! And it's caught by Tyreek Hill! What a catch! Jimmy, are you kidding me? They said they wanted to get yards Down the middle of the field, two guys, no surprise. He outruns everybody. Jimmy, the ball's a little underthrown into the side, and he makes an all-pro catch. Tyreek, welcome to South Florida. I haven't heard Jimmy that fired up, guys, <laughs> quite some time. So, thoughts, man. You yeah. Critique my, my read there. Critique uh, the play. What do you <laughs> think? For I, drive of the game. What I love about that drive of the game is you better be, you better be in your seat on time for that one, man. <laughs> yeah, I hope it's like point, that. You, know, you like better that. be in your seat on time. But it's going to be like this. I mean, that happened so fast, man. I mean, the first play, of course, and then, you know, a, a run by Mostert. That was big. Then, of course, the touchdown pass. Dude, that that was that was exciting, man. And then, of course, you know, for us to go ahead and put ten more points on the board in that first quarter. But that drive right there is I I I, I envision this type of drive with a guy like Tyreek on our team because we've seen him do it, you know, in Kansas City. Now we've got an opportunity for it to happen here, man. So that was that was a great drive, obviously. Uh, and your boy Craycraft finishing it off. He's just a great route runner, man. I still I still got that Wes Walker with more speed. He's got more speed than Wes, but he got a lot of Wes Walker in him when he, way he runs routes and way he catches the football, man. So uh, great. That was a great drive, man. And that's how you start games off. Start and we've seen so many great teams that start games off like that, and then the rest of the you know time the other team is playing catch up. 
We've been there. Right. You know, we, we don't score a lot. We weren't scoring a lot in the first quarter, you know, as an organization for a long time. But if we can go out there in the first drive of the game and put it on some people like that and let them play catch up the whole time, it, it'd be – and let our defense pin the ears back, it's going to be a fun time. Yeah, and, and what did we talk about all last year when we would – you know, we would put points on the board, 12-play drives, 13-play drives. Right. Four, Juice, you kept saying that there's a lot of margin for error there when you are when you're going down the field and it's taking double digit plays to get into the end zone or even to get a field goal. Yeah. Even get 14 play drives, they last seven minutes and get three points out of them. I like four plays, 75 yards, and and putting a touchdown on the board. So the more they can do that, it, it, everything you just said, uh, not not to repeat everything you just said, but it just it, it's just a different dynamic. And then again, when you have a defense like we have had here the last couple of years, and you give them some room to breathe where they can pin their ears back and play the way they want to play and dictate the way the game should be played to the right. offense, you're talking about something pretty special. That's exactly right. You're going to have a hard time when you're one-dimensional against this defense, and a good offense can certainly make that happen. So four plays, 75 yards, touchdown for the Miami Dolphins, the big play from two to Tyreek, and then capping it off with an eight-yard pass to River Craycraft for the touchdown. That was your Lexus drive of the game. Real life, real luxury, the Lexus Golden Opportunity sales event now through September 6th. And now, guys, we can get to my Patriots segment as we are all done talking preseason football, Big Seth. It's it. That's, that's, that's a wrap. You made it. How do you feel? Uh, um, uh, about that in particular, I feel pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel pretty good about it. I had a chance to watch the Patriots game last night. Uh, I think it was on DVR this morning. Maybe I watched it this morning. I can't remember. But, um, you know, just looking at the the way that they set up that game, I, I've been reading about their camp all summer. And, you know, Evan Lazar is a Patriots.com writer. He used to be a guy that analyzed the game for a, a media company up there, but now he works for the team. And, he had an interesting stat as this this team is trying to work from, you know, losing Josh McDaniels to become the Raiders head coach to to Matt Patricia as the offensive coordinator. They're a first-time play caller on the offensive side, has all experience on the defensive side, and now they're going to install this wide zone offense over a gap scheme they've ran for for decades now, Juice, and push teams around. They've they've given us some fits with that power gap scheme. And I got this from Patriots.com writer Evan Lazar. He said last night in the game they had four zone runs for one yard, uh, a holding call, no rushes for more than three yards. They had four runs in gap scheme for 28 yards and one 10-plus yard carry. So I'm thinking about them trying to install this new offense that clearly is, is taking some time for them. And with our defense having seen wide zone all camp long, now you might point back and say, well, their defense has seen wide zone too, so it works both ways. But I'm just not as concerned about our offense given our weapons. I just look at this as a matchup that I really like for the Dolphins' juice. I like our matchup against a lot of people right now. Yeah, but that's, that's, definitely, a that's a great point, though, you make, though, man. You know, I, you know for me, I, I look at the one-on-ones. You look at the bigger picture, which I love, because, you, you know, talking about some of the wide zone schemes and things like that, I just look at I got Tyreek. And I got the DBs over him. I think Tyreek can beat him. And this guy's guarding Jalen. I think Jalen can beat him. You know, but, yeah, you're right, though, man. Everything, you know, different teams with different schemes, it, it, it goes back to personnel too, Travis, you know. If you're running a certain scheme, some guys just don't match and don't work in your, in your, in your scheme as a, as a player. You know, some guys are under center guys. Some guys might be pistol guys. Some guys might be shotgun guys. And they're not as good, you know, when you put them in different systems. So uh, I think the fact that we have had that work on, on both sides of the ball now with it, it's, it's, uh, 
really, really going to be a, a good fit for us. But like I said, I love our matchup against most of the teams in this league right now. Uh, it's, you'd be hard-pressed not to think yeah. that way. I mean, considering the fact that what they did tonight. I know it's Eagles backups. We saw the practice this week. We've seen them get after the Bucks in joint practices and, and look pretty good as a comprehensive here. Right, and uh, we're talking so about teams. You're talking about the Bucks and the Eagles, teams that are – those Probably are division projected favorites. to win their yeah. divisions, yeah, 100%. for sure. And, and can I, you know, I, I'm obviously a lot of reaction to tonight's game, but just taking a, maybe a, a high-level view of this entire preseason, this is a brand-new coaching staff, certainly a completely remade offense, first-time head coach, a lot of new players, exciting new players, but a lot of new players that have been brought in here. And if you go back and look at – the stats and you look at the efficiency of the way the quarterbacks played if you look at the lack of penalties if you look you know are there things to be worked on we're not sitting here trying to put teams in playoffs and Super Bowls and make predictions like that but it's like what does the operation look like in in the preseason and and there's a reason why that there's there's some cause for hope here and you guys are talking about you like these matchups and I think you got to give a lot of credit to Mike McDaniel and his coaching staff for having this team prepared throughout training camp throughout the preseason dealing with some adversity and, and again, getting back to your point, it is exciting to see them go into the regular season here. I haven't focused on the matchup because you know me. I'm not a look-ahead guy. I like to focus on the game at hand. But uh, <laughs> I, You already know what's coming next. I'm going to ask you, what's your prediction? It sounds like you're getting there. I do not make predictions. <laughs> but I just have been so impressed by what, they, what, what the team has looked like. We certainly have been impressed by the talent on the roster. Uh, I, I think that Mike McDaniel has not only been fun to, to kind of watch throughout this process, but it just has been impressive. The team is energized. They play hard. They practice hard. They're playing efficiently. I think that these are exciting times for, for Miami Dolphin fans right now. Yeah, anticipation is certainly at an all-time high. And I, I think I tweeted about it. They did nothing to cool that down with this performance tonight, exactly right. especially early on. So, guys, we have a couple minutes left here. Uh, coming up this week on Drive Time, we'll have the reaction show for you guys sometime in the early hour, early morning hours of Sunday. Uh, that's That was a weird sentence. We'll have the film review podcast the next day as well. We'll have coaches media. I'll do a mailbag. Haven't had one of those all camps. I want to hear from the fans uh, what they want to see or just questions they have for the season coming up. We'll preview the season at some point as well and just plenty to get you ready for this 2022 NFL season. Now just 14 days away. Feels good to say that. Big Seth, what's coming up on the on the fish tank this week? Well, we're, we're uh, bringing it back, going old school, uh, in fish tank old school. Ronnie Brown is diving back in, and uh, it was, you know, Ronnie, one of my favorite people on the planet, and I think a lot of fond memories for Dolphin fans. Had a great first appearance back in 2019 in the fish tank, and that one was kind of fun. We got to hear Ronnie, and, and most people yeah. are not used to hearing Ronnie like that and outrageous and who doesn't like to hear stories of, you know, running around town with, with <laughs> Shannon Crowder? Crowder. Yeah. But but uh, this was a little bit of a different side of Ronnie that we got to hear. He talked about his his story growing up, um, some things, some, some trials and tribulations that he went through that a lot of people I don't know if they are aware of, and I think it really formed and shaped the man that we see today. And so it was just great to have our friend Ronnie Brown back in the tank. Yeah, He's the best, man. I think I told you guys this on the Spaces show. Like, every time I see him, it's like, what's up, Travis? The big smile, the handshake. <laughs> oh, and that, and that handshake that will break your hand if he was mean enough to do it, but he's not, so he won't. Now, now, <laughs> me, now Ronnie and I, we've got a little competition coming up. Penn State's headed to Auburn in a oh, couple weeks. Awesome. Oh, boy. And uh, we're going to head-to-head. we got a little interview thing going over up in Auburn. It's going to be like two other, nice so. guys. It's going to be like a pillow yeah, fight. Yeah, it's going to be a pillow fight, man. <laughs> Butterflies, you know, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, man, being That's in this territory. Awesome. And I've never, you know, I don't think I've been to a SEC country to see a game 
at all. Oh, so man. it's gonna be fun that's to my, check it. That's a bucket. I did play against Alabama when I was in college, but you know, but they were different Alabama then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got all this. It's gonna be a different experience on the field <laughs> than when you get to go there and sit in the crowd. And, True. Yeah. My wife and I were talking about doing like a college football tour at some point, and then we had a kid, so that whole thing's over. Because the Cougs are in Madison to play Wisconsin this this uh, right before our Patriots game. I really want to go to it, but it's just not going to work out. So, you get to jump around <laughs> huh? for a couple, for, for like one more year. I think it is shoot, for a second, and then it goes to to relegated to no one gives a crap football. Once we have two conferences in the country, which I'll get off my old man rocker on that, but. That's it tonight, guys. Check out South Florida's ultimate entertainment destination with world-class shows at Hard Rock Live, award-winning dining at Suppresso and Council Oak, and much more only at Seminole Hard Rock Hollywood. Thanks to Kim Bocamper, Joe Rose, and the voice of the Miami Dolphins, Jimmy Cephalo, our executive producer and booth producer, Alejandro Solana, our studio producers, Robert Griepert, Jimmy Garcia, and Trevor Harris. Our radio booth engineer was Stephen J. Gray. Our post-game engineer was Steph, the specialist. For O.J. McDuffie and Seth Levitt, I am Travis Wingfield. DJ Preach in the house, too, by the way. What's up, Preach? The final score of tonight's game, Dolphins 48, Eagles 10. Dolphins football is going to be back on the air week one here at Hard Rock Stadium. Dolphins, Patriots, September 11th in Miami to open the 2022 season for your Miami Dolphins. This has been the Miami Dolphins postgame show on the Miami Dolphins radio network presented by the Palm Beaches. Rest in peace, Jenkins. Jason Jenkins. We love you, brother. Love you, brother. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.